Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. This podcast is part of the Planet Broadcasting Network. Visit planetbroadcasting.com for more podcasts from our great mates. Glass half fuck. 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 Glass half boom 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 fudge. Hello, I'm Andy. And I am Alistair the Tremblay Birchall. It took me so long to work out what people were talking about when they referred to four-letter words, you know? I still and like, don't know. A, like a TV series called like Love is a Four-Letter Word, and yeah. I was like, yeah, it is. I don't, I don't go, what, what, what are you talking about? But Why knew. would you point that out? Oh, were they saying that it's like a bad word? Yeah, it was, it was a sort of, I guess, a joke on that, that idea, you know? Mm. Talking about four-letter words, but... But it's so unclear. So unclear. Like it's one of those things that, uh, if I think if you were writing a, writing a poem, which I imagine this might be one of the places where this originated, mm. it's so it takes so long to interpret it that you would consider it quite a difficult poem. Mm. And and <laughs> wait, and, what are you what are you saying? <laughs> like if that was a line, four letter word. Yeah, love is a four letter yeah, word sure, that sure, was sure. in a poem. Yeah, right. You would right. consider that quite a difficult poem. Oh, I, I would consider it one of the hardest, one of the most impenetrable of all <laughs> the poems. I would put that up with the uh, up there with um, you know, Keats. Is Keats difficult? Is he impenetrable? Uh, I, think, I think he might be impenetrable, <clears throat> or maybe Yeats or Yeats. I don't know. Fuck. Yeah. Who was the one who died when he was twenty three and wrote Bright Star? That guy. I tried to read some of his poetry. I was like, oh, "It's nice words." I don't know what any of this means. Yeah, but well, it was nice words. But they're they're not even his, though, are they? No, you're right. He's just assembling a Voltron. Mm-hmm. That was that the, all the parts were designed by a factory. Yeah, I mean, it's barely art. I guess. I guess photography is kind of that. It's just finding the nice things mm. and framing it. Mm. You know, so it's not you're not making anything, but you're you know you're framing. I think if you're making the words, if you're making original words, even mm. then you're just working with the, with the, uh, with the alphabet that was already established. If you're yeah. creating a truly original alphabet, mm. assembling them in as yet unseen combinations, yeah, and then still communicating meaning through your poem, I think you're doing art. Yeah, but, but anything I think, else? But is I mean, just in that circumstance, by you're still kind of using sort of familiar ideas and recognizable things that <laughs> yeah. exist in people's minds already. Okay. okay. Yeah. So you're not kind of not assembling you think that. You think you are? You think you're using... Well, I mean, you said communicating meaning, which means that you're... Oh. Um, you're ha- you, you know, you are mm. using sort of notions that exist in the culture or whatever so that, you know, sure. maybe sound alikes or whatever if you kind of, uh, you know, assembling an, like an alphabet and, you know, like one of the letters is Goebbels. <laughs> You know, one of the letters is Zaganu, like that. You know, two of the letters are Brim. Two of them? Yeah. <laughs> They're the twins. Uh, Brim Umla and Brim Gugla. <laughs> like that, right? But then you put them together and you make a word, the Harkelschlagen, like that. 
And then you, somebody listens to that and they go, oh, it has a, a German feel to it, which mm. probably communicates this when you put, put it together with these other words. And mm. things like that. Suddenly, you're just using, you know, you're, you may as well just be using existing words. You might as well just be pointing to a picture. You might as well just be slapping someone in the face for all the sophistication of what you're trying to achieve. Exactly. Yeah. Slapping in the face is a very understandable... Uh... Slapping in the face is a form of communication. Mm-hmm. And it's interesting to me that nobody... Most forms of communication, people try and turn them into an art form. Yeah. But violence is as yet not... Is, is one where the language hasn't yet been trans, you know, used, used to communicate feelings other than ouch. I would like to see a slap in the face enter the dictionary. Yes. <laughs> It's a step beyond emoticons, mm. emojis. And it would be great to see a phone that can slap you in the face. Yes. Okay. I think I think a phone that can... Okay. I think getting the slap into the dictionary, slap mm. in the face, is being like the word of the year. You know how time mm. or whatever. Not time. Yeah. It's new. It's uh, dictionaries that always have the word of the year. Macquarie. Macquarie, Macquarie dictionaries. Mm-hmm. Word of the year this year is a slap in the face. Sure. Right? They've probably already done an emoji one. Oh, I guarantee that some dictionary somewhere has done an emoji. A latte emoji. Probably. Yeah. <clears throat> and uh, <laughs> and I think that... Oh, gosh, we're good today, aren't we? Yeah. <laughs> Do you want to start again? No, we'll just go straight I, to no, the... No, uh, I, don't, I don't at all. Okay. I, want, I want to keep going out of step because I think also a phone that can slap you in the face Yeah. is perfect. Sure. Right? And, and I guess that would also be a... A step towards fixing some of this trolling and stuff, mm. you know, and that you can't, you're not allowed. <laughs> you're <my> thro- <laughs> you're you hear stomach my stomach just making noise. It was, it was up in my throat. <laughs> <laughs> it was a weird. It was a weird moment, <laughs> but it was clearly very audible. Yeah, it was a new language, and it made me feel something. So it's very relevant. Excellent. Um, it kind of sounded like a bubbling cauldron. Mm. Yeah. But that we, if we if we need more um, diverse language, we've got to get the burp sounds into there somehow. Mm-hmm. Right? We haven't we haven't played with that at all. That's an entire different register that the human body's capable of. That's true. I think. Uh, well, you know, the burped alphabet. Yeah. <laughs> Have we talked about that on the show? No. It feels like something that we've talked about. On the... <laughs> oh, maybe I'm, we have. I think we have. Yeah. I think we've talked about the burped alphabet. We must have. Far yeah. out. I mean. W- do you th- is it is it possible for people who have um, lost their voice box due to um, cancer or something to to continue to burp noises, <laughs> sure. burp sounds? Can they still do the burp alphabet? Can they still burp communicate? I wonder. Yeah. And then could we get the first burp president? That's all I'm saying. The the burping the like the exclusively burping president. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it'd be amazing just to get like a sign language one first, but the fact that. It's, we skip that over completely. Well, yeah, I mean, and that would mean that would open the door, I think, for the sign language people. Because mm. mm. your hands are free, you've got to open the door for them. <laughs> I guess so. Yeah. 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 Um, but a phone that can slap you in the face, right? This is a mm. new thing. Now, that, what's the risk here? People hack your phone. We all get slapped into submission by, uh, you know, it's, it's it's a weapon right there. Well, You're of course, because they, they, now that they, your phone has a hand, it can crawl itself around, which is yeah. great when you've lost your phone. Sure. You can go, like that, mm. and it'll come to you. Mm. But you could also send your phone you know, into somebody else's room to go and like... Slap them in know, the face. Grab them in the butt. 
Yeah. In the butt. Like, <laughs> I'm talking in the butt. <laughs> How does that work? You, I don't think it's possible to grab someone in the butt. Well. Not fully in the butt. But let's say picture three fingers. Uh, okay. Two fingers and a, and a thumb pinching. Like, you know, you're making a little duck face or whatever with yeah. your hand like that. And then you place that right into the end of the anus. Yeah. And then you pinch some of the skin. I think that's still grabbing the butt. I don't think that's grabbing in the butt. That's You'd in have the to butt. be inside the butt. Well, that's what you? I'm talking about. I'm talking about in. No, you're not talking about in. You're talking about outside. You're talking about the end of the I anus. I just said you, you plunge that in. Oh, I didn't hear plunge. Well, I don't know if I used the plunge, but I, I have to use more obvious language because... Um, I don't understand You don't things understand well. things when I'm talking. Yeah. Okay, you plunge it in, and then what are you gripping? You're gripping the sides. The walls, yeah, the, the walls. walls. But I don't think you can pull all the walls. I, I don't think you'd be able to pull all the walls together like that. I'm not saying pulling all the walls. I'm just saying you're pulling the, you're pinching the skin you're on one of the walls. You're just pinching one side of the wall. Yeah. I think it's too smooth. I don't think you're going to get a grip. Well, it's not about smoothness. It's about how I reckon they probably is. design the butt. Yeah. In such a way that there's, it's not possible to get a handhold in there. So there's no loose skin? Yeah. So that nothing can climb up there. Well, it'll that be, would a, be a real risk. It'll be a real old butt. Okay. An inner butt. <laughs> you know, one that's lost some of its tallness. Elasticity. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, or firmness and things mm. like that. People will be, you know, when people start complaining. I'll have to ask oh, my parents whether this is a thing. Well, they'll know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's a good, yeah. <laughs> It's a good topic to bring up with your folks. Mom, Dad. Hey, what'd you say? Um, yeah, a slap phone. I just heard about this. Um, apparently, this is... A th- Face palm pilot. This is some things that, yeah, that you, can, you can't learn unless you know lots of different types of people in your life, right? That apparently when you get older, some of the, for, for women, some of the inside of your vagina parts gets thinner. And it's like more, I think it could be a more uncomfortable. Right. Things like that in there. And then you can get a laser, I think called a, a Mona Lisa, or it's like a treatment called a Mona Lisa. And the laser goes in there and it causes things to thicken up. Wow. So uh, like with uh, like like scar tissue think, or something? Uh, well, I'm not sure. I don't know if it's scar tissue. I don't know if it's burning. That doesn't sound like it would be comfortable. It I could just that- be it's responding to light. Maybe in nature... <laughs> There's more light that goes because you know, like Does, no, people do aren't vaginas, wearing pants. Do they photosynthesize? It could is be. That what it is? Are it they could phot- be. Photosynthetic. It's, just, it's creating chlorophyll. Yeah. <laughs> it's sort of it's it's chlorophyll thickness that's lost over the years. Yeah. Anyway, I just it was just an idea because I was like, oh, I've never even heard of that. You until can do a couple you can do ago. way too many things with lasers. I think I think at least half of them have got to be bogus, right? Oh, well. This is one that doesn't seem bogus at all, Andy. So I'm sorry. Uh, I'm sorry if sometimes you're wrong, and it's clear. Uh, I I don't I don't feel wrong, but I guess that's what being wrong feels like. Yeah, that's something I've been feels saying like for being years. right. You've been yeah. saying this for years. Yeah, Absolutely. you're not wrong. Absolutely. Have you ri- what have you written down? I've written down a four a phone that can slap you. Can we? But can we get the slap in the face as an emoji, or, or, or is it, get it in the dictionary, or do you not accept that? Do, as I a mean, do you think that that's separate sketch? That's part of the same idea. No, no. I don't. I think it's a separate idea. Okay. But, but I mean, they could, they could be, they could be connected. But I also like to think that, like, getting a whole range of physical things, like this, feels like the progression of, because language is evolve, devolving. You know, yeah. People don't even know how to write anymore, Alistair. I don't know if you know this. All they do is just uh, send each other emojis. 
we don't look into each other's eyes anymore, except for you and me while we do a podcast. Yeah. And that's why we're dedicated to this podcast. (laughs) It's just for the eye contact. It's real deep. It becomes more awkward after you mention Mm. it, doesn't it? And when we say eye contact, we do mean eye contact. Yeah, we're actually touching eyes. Eye to eye. But it it seems like it would be uncomfortable, but the other person's eye is so smooth and Mm. lubricated. The eye is actually the only thing that you can touch an eye with, and it doesn't hurt. It's like... It's like when you put your finger in a balloon, but when you've already dipped your finger in some balloon mix, some of that balloon liquid. <laughs> Not a balloon, a bubble. <laughs> I was really on board, though, yeah. Alistair. I'd, I'd, I like it before you, you changed it. I'm really sorry. I like balloon mix yeah. as a concept. <laughs> well, I mean, I'm sure it's, there's a similar idea. Like, like with bubbles, there's liquid balloon, which is just kind of a hot rubber. I think we've got to get this. Yeah. It's room temperature hot rubber. Oh. And then it somehow sets. So at room temperature, it's hot. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> is it? Is this just a hot room? Are you sure we're not on drugs when we do this podcast? <laughs> I'm sure. It is quite a hot room here right now, and I am wearing a beanie. And well, it is, it's actually not a hot it's room. It's not hot? You're just wearing a shirt, a jumper, and a jacket. And, and fingerless gloves. Fingerless and gloves. And a beanie. And a beanie. <laughs> Uh, headphones over my ears. I've, I'm feeling very warm. Maybe look, I'll take off a layer. You look like DJ Vagrant right now. Yeah. Yeah. Is um, that a bad word to say? Off, off, on the streets DJ. and something that beats. Right? You know? Yes. Um, on the streets and off the beats. No, that's uh, no, it's the other uh, one. That's if I'm syncopated. Off the streets <laughs> and on the beats. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, off off the street. Yeah, all right. We don't need to. Do, we don't need to go into that. What's syncopated to do again? You told me to, was that rag ragtime. Well, I think. Look, I'm not sure. You were telling me about syncopated rhythms. You told me what they were from. Some kind of jazz. Oh, I know. Uh, I think there might have been some from from Caribbean music. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's not was what that? I remember you telling me. Oh but well, I can't remember. I'm look. I'm. I don't remember maybe telling. It, you. Maybe it was Carly that was telling me. My good, lovely okay. wife. Oh. Yeah. The only Andy, two people in my life that I turn to for information about Andy, music. I thought we weren't telling the audiences that we were partnered. <laughs> so oh, that you right. seemed more available. Yeah. The, the manager has been very insistent. Yeah. That <laughs> in order to appeal to even more to our audience of whoever you are. Yeah. Yeah. Look, I, I gotta, assume you're all here for thirst reasons. No, it, but it could just be, I mean, it could be thirst, but just for the, you know, you're more available to have a beer occasionally, mm. which at the moment you're not really available for that. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. Most of your nights are taken out and you, uh, you know, are taken up and you live out of town mm-hmm. and they're not going, nobody's going to to the town you live in. <laughs> so this is a boy band, right? Mm-hmm. And their their audience is all Italian nonnas, yeah. right? And their managers insist that they never seem very well fed. Oh, right? that's great. They've got to all, always look like they're skin and bone. Yeah, you know? right. Yeah, they look hungry and they say, they want to I'm feed hungry <laughs> for something you made. <laughs> <laughs> it's you got to take advantage of this aging population. Yes, yes. So they, like, they, they're greeted at the, at the airport. By just thousands of screaming nonnas, mm-hmm. all of them with like a big bowl of bolognese or something mm. like that, big big saucepan there that they're holding that holding in, it up. In Italy, they don't eat bolognese. Really? Yeah, I don't think so. 
So is you that gotta, a myth, is it? Hey, no, no, that's something we eat here. What about Bologna? What do they eat in Bologna? Bologna. Oh. <laughs> they eat nothing but bologna there. Um, I'm pretty sure. I'm, look, I, I read that somewhere where they're like, mm. bolognese is not a dish that we eat over here. And, and I think they think it's an abomination. I'm really, I'm, I'm really, if we have any Italian li- listeners, really reach out because I think at the moment I'm, I'm generalizing based on pieces of, of knowledge that I'm not 100% sure I have. And I'm disturbing the flow, flow of a great sketch idea. No, well, I mean, I think we probably got everything that we're out of it that we're going to they in, had this, in this format. They had cannoli. cannoli. Yeah. They had calzone. Cannoli you. <laughs> cannoli you. Cannoli you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's a quite work it. Balonely. Balonely. I'm so balonely. <laughs> That, that, that really high-pitched one that they did? The Balonely, I'm Mr. Balonely. <laughs> so they only do parodies. <laughs> oh, no. There's actually a guy in Melbourne who does those. Oh, I think a, pa- a, a, a boy band, real sexy boy band, yeah. who do exclusively parody songs. No, wait, wait, wait. This I, is going to hit. No, no, no. This wait, is going to be mean, big. I mean, parody songs are probably, they, they, they do hit with people more than almost anything. Yeah. But I like to think that they're writing originals. Oh, this is, I'm talking already about a different sketch. Yeah, sure. Right? Um, like, basically, they're the boy band Weird Al. Okay? Yeah. And, you know, they're, um, they're real sexy. You know, a lot of choreographed dance moves, but everything's like a parody of, this is the thing, I don't even know any of the current songs. Um. What's the most current song I know? Probably Hello by Adele. That'd be only eight years old or something, wouldn't it? Um, yeah, look, Andy, I'm not going to help yeah, you right do, now. Yeah, they do a parody of that. You know? My Anaconda don't <laughs> want none. No, that's not true. I look, I, I'm sure I know others. I just I don't can't name them. Yeah. I know that Tyler, the creator, released an album recently. Oh, see, this is good. This is current. This yeah. is feeling current. And it has like the name of like a, a monster. I think maybe Igor. Wait, that's not a monster. <laughs> Wait. I can look this up. Do you want me to try? Um, but you'll sure. have to keep talking. Oh, this is always the worst part of any everybody's day when I have to keep talking. It's um, called Igor, but it's not the name of a monster. It's, 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 the name it's of called a whole... Igor. Yeah. The Appar- Hunchback. People apparently love love that album. Really? Man. Does he sing, I'm bringing Hunch back? See, yeah. that'll be one of our parody songs. <laughs> <laughs> And then he's, then he keep, I keep it in my backpack. I hide it in my backpack, maybe. Yeah, something like that. Or you think I got a backpack. Yeah, that's good. Because I guess he's bringing it back, so he's like owning it. Yeah, yeah. And this, and that'll be great for the sort of the, the, the hunched uh, community. If this hasn't, if they're doing a new Shrek coming up and Donkey needs, or somebody needs a parody song for the Shrek. Yeah. Uh, I think I think a, like a hunchback, sexy back, um, yeah, parody, be great. I, I, they probably I don't know if they've done a hunchback. I mean, I haven't w- watched the last two Shreks, mm. admittedly, but I don't know if they've done a hunchback character. I'll sure. hunch you that way. <laughs> no, that doesn't work, right? <laughs> Baby hunchback. 
That's hunch, a baby hunchback. hunchback. Back all right. Oh yeah, that's good. Uh, <laughs> but what about baby hunchback? <laughs> it's about a baby. <laughs> hunchback baby. Yeah. Aww. That's well, so cute. It's really adorable. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't know if a hunchback is probably not a, a a correct term to be using. Andy. Reality has just come flooding it back has. in. As soon as I started thinking about the babies, I was like, what kind of a life are they going to have if we're just pointing out their hunchback? And then by saying that it's adorable, what am I doing there? I don't know. Nothing I feel confident doing. <laughs> <laughs> and and in showing our doubt and our awareness, mm-hmm. we can at least move yes. on. Uh, I mean, I hope so. Uh, what if we say, sorry to anybody... Who that bothered? Sure. Great. Sorry to anybody that that bothered. We don't know what we're doing. <laughs> <laughs> and we're back. <laughs> Great. Back on solid ground. Yeah. Talking about uncertainty. Exactly. Now, <clears throat> I haven't written down the boy band that does parody songs. Why not? But I don't understand how that is a thing. It just feels like something that someone would do. It's not necessarily a... Like a comedy idea. No, I think of something like a behind-the-music type documentary about a a boy band and their huge success doing parody songs and how everybody, you know, thinks it's so sexy when they do these parody songs. They they literally are just like Weird Al style singing about aluminium foil instead of singing about the Royals, Lord Song Royals or whatever. Is that what he did? Yeah. Aluminium foils. Yeah, uh, just something about foil. So wrap it in foil. You know, that kind of thing. <laughs> oh, weird. <laughs> Come on, weird. <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> Can I call you weird? <laughs> well, that's right. Paul F. Tompkins calls him weird at some Does point he? in one of his stories. Weird! <laughs> that was a... I, I got to say, look, it wasn't spot on in terms of voice, but that was a good Paul F. Tompkins tone. Yeah. And the physicality as well was, uh, you got to take my word for this, yeah. listeners, but it was spot on. you got to take his yeah. word. No, it wasn't right. That was something else. That was a different thing entirely. Um, yeah. And, you know, they ha- they go through the traditional ups and downs of boy bands. Mm. You know, they it all falls apart. Um People find out that they weren't writing their own parody songs. Oh no! Yeah, they were. They had they had ghost parody yeah. songwriters. But then they come back with a new album that where they've written all the parody songs themselves, and they're sure. not quite as good. But people appreciate the authenticity. Yeah. They have their struggles with drugs, and then that really feeds into the parody songs. Yeah, and then the parody songs get really <laughs> weird for a bit. <laughs> I mean, that's a great idea. There, once they they go through the really druggy phase. Yeah. And, and then, and then, and then I had a phase where I started just parodying songs by just finding, you know, really high-end poems that kind of just fit perfectly over the lyrics, you know. And I do mean over the lyrics because we kept the lyrics in. <laughs> and I do mean over the lyrics. All right, Andy, um, I'm a hundred percent on board. Yeah, wow. One hundred percent. What are they called, by the way? Um, parod, 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 paradiddles. Parod. Mm. Paradiddles, yeah, sure. Nah. <laughs> Parodies lost. Um, I mean, that would is that was Paradise Lost a band? Yeah, uh, it's a novel. 
it's kind of like a band. <laughs> it's kind of like a like a a, pa- a band each, of pages. Yeah, each and pa- words. page is a member. Of, whenever I write a book, Alistair, I mm. always regard each page as being a member of the band. <laughs> and they got to all work together. That's right. You know, and if one is out of sync. It, and, and it's sort of like one of the pages, the bad boy, and yeah. one of the pages is the blonde one. Yeah, and then there's like 360 other pages. It's real hard. Yeah. And one of the pages is the old guy called AJ, and he's yeah. got double earrings. Yeah. yeah, and one of the pages is um, Mark Wahlberg's brother. Mm, yeah, and uh, one of the pages always... Oh, no, all the pages are constantly pointing at you. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I think a you could you could totally call a boy band pages. Absolutely. Yeah. Or at least an album, a boy band album. One of their late albums. No, their, would uh, their be album pages. No, no. Pages is the name of the boy, boy band. The first album is called The Book. Yes, The so, Book of Pages yeah. or the other way around. I've also heard it in in jazz, like old jazz musicians go, "I got to learn every song in the book." You know, mm. and so there's like the books of like of mm. like all the standards. Yeah, and you got to learn every song in the book. Maybe they could be called the standards. Now, nah, look, it's time to move on. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Yeah. Right. How do you feel about uh, how do you feel about ranches? Like big, dressing or just big? <laughs> just big, you know, open open fields, a lot of cattle. How do you feel about those wooden fences that they seem to have? I mean, I love that fence and I love that barn. I feel like that fence is a lot of work. Building you think that so? fence all out of planks of wood. Oh wait, 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 wait. Which which fence are you talking about? I'm talking about? about that that fence that's got like the wood the wood wooden vertical posts. Yeah, and then the two and horizontal two ones horizontal and then the one in the middle. Yeah. That's so that's so labor intensive to build a fence. You know, like, you're fencing some wire. huge ranch. You want the wire, I think. Yeah, but that but you're saying the wire is the alternative, right? That is the alternative, yeah. But the wire you you never really get to have that that horizontal nobody ever does that horizontal wire. No. 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 You, but I mean, you, you want to be able to go up and yeah, and the wire you can't go up and you can't lean on it, you know. You can't. I mean, you can lean on the post. Yeah, I suppose you can lean on the post. Yeah. You want to lean on that bar there, you know. Yeah, but take your hat off, and but, someone else comes up and leans next to you. I think I think that wire is good if you're like, you know, if you're just trying to keep some sheep and some cows oh, in. Sure, if that's all. If that's all you're in farming you know, for, you know, and 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 even maybe some horses. Yeah. Right, but if you're trying to break a horse yeah you know you're trying to break its spirit <laughs> over time you know before so that it becomes domesticated jeez are there any other animals where you have to break their spirit uh, i mean imagine if every domesticated animal mm. every chicken individually had to have its spirit broken yeah before you could put it into the into the chicken farm I mean, you know, do you think we we break their spirit by just taking them away from their mothers? I think it probably helps. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, maybe some are just more easy, easily their spirit more easily broken because they're smaller. 
puppies, you know, dogs, cats. I don't cats. think I think you know. I think I think the thing about puppies and that sort of stuff they 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 come with their spirits pre-broken. They were broken. Their spirits were broken ages ago and it got into the genetics. But horses they're still yeah. I mean they I guess cuz they still see that they have a chance because of their physical uh their f- mm. physical superiority to us. Yeah. And I guess that means that horses still have it in them to rebel. Mm. Right? There still is the possibility that horses will rise up. Yeah, I think dogs could still rise up. I think this, dogs could rise up. I mean, I think if it was me versus an angry dog, they're in a better position, aren't they? Well, they, we've let them into our homes. We have. Yeah, you know, you, you know, you could you could pick, figure out a you know you could imagine a circumstance in which like a like a battleship of dogs mm. arrived, uh, you know, on the, on the coasts, and they made it clear that they were going to invade. Mm. And then suddenly we have to take all of our dogs and put them in, in like an internment camp because you, they can't be trusted they anymore. They can't be trusted. Well, we don't know. Has this been part of their whole inf- mm. infiltration idea and things like that? You know. Anyway, what, you anyway know this is a sad story because I think it's. it's it, I feel like I'm I'm alluding to things that really happened in the world and that weren't that wasn't okay when they did that. No, but that's okay. I don't think people think that we're endorsing it by saying that we'd have to do it to dogs. No, but people. But might you know what happens it. to the dogs, right? They're all on that warship, yeah. right? They launch a missile. Yeah. Of course, what do they do? Oh, they all chase it. They all chase it, try and get it, bring it back. Mm. It's instinct. They can't fight that, and they all dive into the ocean. Yeah, and then they start swimming towards towards land. Yeah. And I guess we can just sort of pick them off while they're <laughs> in the water. <laughs> <laughs> they're pretty vulnerable there, right? You know what I'd like to see? I'd like to see a dog swimming freestyle. You I know, would like that. Get that arm up and over. Yeah. No, they... All four arms. Oh, well, they could, couldn't they? Yeah. I mean... I think that would look pretty good. I mean, it would look so spooky. Getting that <laughs> getting that big big over shoulder kind of turn like that. Yeah. Hello. Mm. I mean, would you do... You would do have to alternate sort of left arm over... And right leg over at the same time. Yeah. And then, or you're going like one, two, or no, one, like front left, back right, front right, back left. And then you could do that really in sort of quick succession, mm. sort of like the, I don't know, like the paddles on a, on a steamboat um, turning thing. Basically, I think we're describing a cartoon, right? It's probably how. How a lot of things swim in a cartoon, you know, yeah, when yeah. they when they got to get to whatever they see a stick of dynamite or something, and they got to get away from it or in the water. Yeah, yeah, Ac- you know, waterproof dynamite. Yeah, fishing dynamite. Waterproof dynamite. That's my uh, <laughs> um, that's my underwater black exploitation name. They called him waterproof dynamite. What are you writing down? Run down dog invasion. Dog invasion, sure. Pick, just pick them off. Do you think that thing about the fire, the missile, they all jump out to yeah, chase it? Yeah, that's the bit. That's yeah, the that's bit. the bit. Yeah, right. Oh, so good. Sure. I think I think the bit where you do have to individually lock up all your dogs as well, or yeah. send them away, or whatever. Yeah. Um, not quite sure how they're driving the ship. Well, it would be built for their type. You know, you're picturing they a built human the ship. ship. You're picturing a human. Is this like ship. a Planet of the Apes type thing, but with no, dogs? An, it could be an island of the dogs. Yeah, that well, checks out. Yeah, or or maybe they come from a cavern. 
Mm-hmm. You know, you, you never see this, but like, what about like an island that's not an island? It's just like, it's just basically the edges of, of a cave entrance that stick out of the middle just of the ocean. Out of the ocean. And then it like never... A, like a plug hole? Not quite like a plug hole. Well, sort of like the opposite of a... Pl- oh, no, not the opposite of a plug hole, but... Sort well, like kind the top- of like the opposite of a plug hole, because it's for the air to get yeah. down rather than the water. Yeah. And so it's a bit like more like a flue, mm. but a flue that you can go into. Yeah. Which I guess is just any flue if you're small enough. We're learning. Yeah. Um, and then you go in there and that's where the sort of cavern of the dogs is. You go down there and mm. then what? They, I mean, I guess there could be a whole nother layer. There could be more. There could be another ocean down there. Well, I guess there, there would be occasionally that. some spillover in there. There's bound to be, right? Yeah. You're playing a high-risk game. You get a big wave. You get a swell on. Yeah. I mean, but it's not a game. It's real life. <laughs> <laughs> That's the thing. You know? It's it's a whole ecosystem of just dogs. <laughs> and and they've got a shipbuilding thing How do they get the ship up? Hey, how do they how do they get the ship up out of the flue? Well, they're they're rabbits. They they're like rabbits. They're, 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 not, they're not rabbits, but you know what I mean. They're oh they, man. They you know they mine the ground. Yeah. So this it's all sand and stuff down. Mm-hmm. There. Well, it's probably not all sand. Some of it's dirt. Yeah. You know, and so then they get stuff, and they can all build it down there, and they can just push it through. You know, some sand. Mm. You know, like I think if the think about this, if the if the wall is sand. Is thick enough mm-hmm. between the inside and the outside, mm. right? So that when you when the ship was to start going, like let's say it was it was swimming its way th- out through the sand. L is L is demonstrating paddling. Yeah, I think the ship paddles like a well, dog. It kind of like ro- like rockets its way th- out through the sand. Yeah, right. But the sand the sand bank is so thick that there's at least two three lengths of ship. Mm-hmm. worth of sand so that mm. uh as the ship goes through the sand kind of collapses be- collapses behind it and seals up the bank like that yes. so that it comes out and the water never enters into the cavern that's quite good yeah they can yeah. just they can launch ship after ship after ship as long as they're not in, sort of in in too much uh you know quick succession yeah you convinced me. It kind of seems stupid now that you asked. Yeah, right? <laughs> I feel real dumb. I'm imagining now that Australia, mm-hmm. right? Because um, you, you've got a couple of options. You want more land in Australia, right? Say, yeah. Because sure. we don't have enough space on this continent. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. jam-packed Jam. down here, right? You, you know, people talk about reclaiming land and, you know, China's trying to build those islands, Spratly Islands or whatever they're called. Sandwich Islands? Spratly Islands. Spratly. Let's call Sandwich? them the Spratlys. And uh, you, you know, you could do that, or you could we could we could leave the edges of Australia there, mm-hmm. yeah. and then we could dig down, yeah, right, everywhere, yeah, and then dig out a bit That's and right. make Australia sort of go out mm. under, yeah. You know, and and we could we could have a bunch of people who just wait near the surface, like of the sand, yeah, but close the so edges, any, yeah. So if any like enemies are just like swimming by or something like that, you could reach out and just grab them, yep. You know, if you think like you know you're in a movie, you know you're in a movie where there's like things that reach out and grab things. You just if you picture what that would be like as being a person who's there, just having to wait for someone to come through, yeah, and just reach out and grab. Right. What do you do? You put your hand. Do you put the hand over the mouth and you say, "Don't scream." Is that what you say? Is that what oh you no, do? I would grab like a foot or a leg or something like that and start right. pulling them into the sand. 
So where are the people? The people are in the sand. They're under the sand. <laughs> How are they surviving? Well, it's a, it, on their side, it's a cavern. Right. You know? and, the, and the sand yeah. is somehow still sand. Yeah, it's But it has you. the structural integrity required to support all the water above. Yeah, but you the can water still reach through, through it. But you can still somehow sense when people are swimming over the top. Yeah. And then you plunge your hand through. Yeah. And you can pull the person down through the sand, through the layer of sand, the structurally yeah. sound sand. Yeah. Right? Into the cavern underneath, yeah, and then, but that doesn't damage the sand either. Mm-hmm. Keeps its integrity. Does it sort of go? Yeah. Well, if you put, if you down, if you want it, you can make it happen. You know. Yeah, I guess. So. I mean, I think I think probably a lot of that could be done with sort of positive air pressure in there. No, I don't know how much of it could be done with that. Yeah, no, a lot of it would keep like in you know, a lot of positive air pressure. Like I'm talking a fair bit. Okay. <laughs> You know, like this is like a bottle of compressed air, essentially. Yeah, and that will hold a lot of the. It's going to be hard though, because all Australia has been evacuated, dug out to make this. So it's kind of like all the air could just go out the hole where Australia has been dug out, couldn't it? Well, no, you'll just seal that off. Okay, so that's sealed off. So we're just living underground then. What were the game? The idea we've come up with is a a digging hole. I mean, (laughs) I mean, most of your idea was for us to live underground (laughs) under the ocean. (laughs) And not use much of the other bit. But it's just to get a bit more land. Yeah. You just get a bunk beds in there or something like yeah, that. Yeah, I suppose you could. Yeah. You, know, you go but, down, get some bunk what, beds. What extra benefit do you see then? If it's what not if, grabbing enemies' legs. I mean, or just foreign legs. I just think it would look really cool. Yeah. You know? Sort of goes out like that, down and out. It's like, you know, when you when you buy a block of land in the city because you're going to build a multi-storey building. Yeah. Right? You don't just build up. You build down not. as well, right? So why don't we take the whole country down? And you know, you normally you, know, you dig you dig down. I love seeing down those big holes. How good would it be if we all of Australia was a big hole like that? Mm, that would be right? nice. And then that's where you put the multi-story car park. But instead, we just dig down and we dig out, right? And you can go out as far as you want because mm. that's everybody's, yeah. Right down under there, yeah. no rules about how far out you can dig down mm. under the ground. That's true. That belongs to everybody. And that do you think? And once you're out there, that's yours. But if that's your, well, so, but so it doesn't belong to everybody. As soon as you're there, it's yours. I think so. But can can like can somebody just go out there and just claim everything? Do you think? Well, would we would it would it be international waters then? You'd have to go all the way out to international waters. You dig out to international waters. You're under, if you're underground, are yeah. you still in international waters then? Oh, Got to yeah. be right. Yeah. There's the law of the sea. Yeah. Right. There's does a, that apply if you uh, dig a hole under the under the floor of the ocean? And does the pressure that's like at the bottom of the ocean, like when you're under all that water, yeah. if you just have like a like a room, an empty room under the sand under that ocean, is the pressure still high? I don't think it necessarily would be because you get those. You know, you take a submarine down there. Yeah. It's not necessarily high pressure in the submarine, is it? No, but I think it's because the the sub yeah you're right. So the su- the but submarine. But they do actually have to. They would probably have to increase the pre- air pressure in the submarine. To yeah, they have to do stuff stop it from crushing. Yeah, yeah, they do. But they just... wouldn't increase it all the way to be like equal to the pressure of the. Yeah, I think if they made the pressure in the submarine high enough, the person can like reach out of the th- out of the submarine and grab the legs of farm <laughs> of the farm <laughs> through the wall. <laughs> <laughs> so you're down there, bottom of the Marianas Trench. You see an enemy swimming yeah. past. You, the pressure's high enough, and so you can reach out and grab and pull them in, yeah. and they won't know what happened. Well, I think the only problem is that once your hand gets out of there, the pressure will be so high that your hand will get crushed. I don't think it will. No? No. Why? Is that how that works? Well, you well, have what's, the... it, what's inside your hand to get crushed? There's no air in your hand. Have you ever, have you ever felt any pressure on your hand? 
But like just like the pressure, it's all the water. It's all the water from having all that other water on top of it. I think yeah. it gets kind of, it gets compressed. I guess. Yeah. It's like water can barely get compressed, but if you get enough water on top of that water, I think it gets a bit compressed. I, I don't know. I don't know. This is a weird area mm. where it's beyond my my ability to reason yeah. coherently about, about how that would how that would work. But I was very, I mean, I didn't think it was until you gave me arguments to the, to the opposite effect. Yeah. <laughs> I was very confident that I could reason it yeah. until you pointed out why I was wrong. Well, it's, it's all the extra weight, you, right? you, you, you did that thing where you squeezed your hand. I was yeah. like, oh, yeah, I can feel that. <laughs> yeah. The hand can feel pressure. Yeah. It's a, it was. I mean, I did think it was a bit weird that you thought that the hand couldn't feel pressure. <laughs> <laughs> like it was a part of the body that didn't I'm just not experience. sure. I'm just not sure. There's, there's part of me that still doesn't totally believe it. But, yeah. Alistair, but, I mean, I'm, I'm willing to but give, then you, again, give you this one. You know those creatures, though, that live at the bottom? You know, they seem pretty floppy, don't they? They do. But I guess they find an equilibrium. I think that's, it's all about the equilibrium. Mm. Right? They've got... I still I see this is why I'm not sure. Mm. I guess if you're floppy, mm. pressure doesn't matter as much because mm. you kind of just spread out a bit. Do you think you spread out? If you're floppy, yeah. Or do you think you? Do you think that's what I don't? I don't know that any of this counts as reasoning, Alistair. No. <laughs> like because I mean, the pressure's all around you. Yeah. Right. It's pushing from every direction, so you can't really spread out, can you? Maybe. It's not, not like it just pushes you down; it pushes you in as it, well. It might pressure. It might pressure you a fair bit. You know, does it pressure you from down below? Yeah, it does. Yeah, equally? It pressures all around. Yeah, absolutely. I guess so. That I am confident about. Okay, you're right. Yeah, I so, guess so. I guess because it's coming off of the ground in an equal and opposite thing, in an equal and opposite force, right? I don't think it's even about it coming off the ground. I think no? it's just all around you and all. it's all... Yeah, I guess because it's compressing pressure. the whole... Yeah. It's pressure. Yeah. yeah, I think that's just what pressure What about is. if there's a room under the sand yes. where, where there's somebody under there? <laughs> does that affect it? Depends if they reach out. Yeah. <laughs> grab you, pull you down. But what what would you have in a room at the bottom under the deepest part of the ocean? Um Like let's say you did. Like mm, okay, so you found out today. Okay, right. You've you've got a room under the Mariana Trench. Yeah. And it's yours. Yeah. Oh, and great. you can do and you can do with it what you want. I go look at my phone. Yeah, okay. But so then what's in the room? <laughs> I go sit and I just look I just So, a chair. Oh, so you want a chair what kind of chair? Soft, I suppose. Like a soft. Yeah, just what? like oh, maybe a, quite a nice armchair with sort of arms and yeah, yeah sit down. Anything maybe else? put my feet up. Yeah, right. so I'll recliner. look at my phone. Yeah, no, not it's got an ottoman. But I think I think there's not going to be any phone network down there. Doesn't matter. I'll download some stuff and I'll look. I refresh it anyway. Even when I'm on the train, there's no reception. I still, I'm always looking. You still just looking? Just in case. I yeah. still have a good time. Do you think you think? Do you think you'd get around to doing any writing? Maybe eventually. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Once cool. I'd finished looking at my phone, gone yeah. through all the things, checked that none of those are working, <laughs> even though there's no reception. Wow. Yeah. LinkedIn, is that working? No. No. I guess you'd look at the walls a little bit and you go, oh, I wonder if anything is, is going to collapse on me. If you were an anglerfish, yeah. right? But an anglerfish that hunted for humans, mm. but on land, mm. what would you have dangling from your little little thing? Not just mm. a light, right? Because we're not just attracted to lights like yeah. stupid fish. No, no, no. Yeah. Right, what would you have there? You know, dangling yeah. out the front. I think, in general, yeah. if you were if you were praying, if you evolved to prey on your fellow man, mm. how do you think you would have evolved differently? Right. You think you're thinking that I haven't evolved to prey on my fellow <laughs> man, um, but let's see. I feel like we've 
We've touched a little bit on this in uh, that plant that looks like a person that wants to be your friend. <laughs> oh, you know, they get their hand out as if they're going to shake your hand yeah. or something. Yeah, or they look like your friend Dave. Mm. Yeah, we have talked about this, haven't we? But but they yeah. they weren't actually pr- hunting you to kill you, were they? They were just going to put some um, some pollen on you. That's true. Yeah, to to reproduce. So, but so this is a totally different thing. Yeah, but also whatever is dangling from the anglerfish mm. has to be enough, because what what advantage the anglerfish has under the ocean mm. is that I think you can't see it, its face. Right. Like so, we do see its face. Yeah, and um, we're like, why would you go near that? Yeah, unless there's something really good. Yeah. You know, so if they had like the keys to a Ferrari. Oh, everybody loves that. <laughs> I mean. I mean, think about it. If you could grab those keys, if it actually had the keys to a Ferrari, mm. not just mm. you know something that looked like the keys to a Ferrari. Um, this is this would be what I would do. Mm. I would just be somebody handing out canapes, right? Yeah. Like, cause I think that's perfect because so often, right? You barely even look at the waiter. Mm. You're just so focused on the canapes, right? Think- they they draw your eye and you go to that and you grab that, but then you're with you know you're within arm's reach of the. Of the waiter oh, who you haven't looked at too closely. Yeah, I think if if you're in a public place and somebody has canapes, it's suspicious. <laughs> you think? Yeah, I think I think the canapes would override my unless they had some critical bra- faculties. Some branding on them, handing out little um, free samples. Free samples. At a, at, you know, well, wherever now. Of like a new type of muesli bar, or like yeah, something like that, or like some, like, or, yeah. or like a chocolate mousse. You're for like, kids. I would never buy this, but I will have three. Yeah, yeah I'm I gonna absolutely. take three. Yeah, I'm gonna stuff them into my face. And then, but, but do you think? Do you still see their big, gross angler face? No, I don't think oh. you do. You're, you're so focused on the. Oh, but they still have one. A big gross angler face. Yeah, yeah, I think so. But you wouldn't want to say anything so that it didn't offend them. Exactly, because you can't say anything these days. No, well, I mean, you just don't want to hurt somebody's feelings, as you find out from. Our yeah, that's why you can't say anything these days. Yeah, <laughs> but because you don't want to hurt people's feelings <laughs> these yeah, days. Because you you want to try to be nice these days. These days, <laughs> <laughs> not like back in the day when you could just be mean. That or you really want, does. You, you I mean, want you it go to be back mean. far enough, you get into like real freak show territory and that sort of thing. Yeah, real. real but man. maybe reading about John Merrick, the Elephant Man, today. Yeah, what about yeah. him? No, he, you know, went in freak shows. Oh, did he? Yeah, I thought he was a rich guy in that movie, The Elephant Man. Yeah, I haven't seen the movie. I haven't. But seen I don't it think either. he was a rich man. Oh, I just. I think he was a very struggling, difficult life he had. Oh right, I just I've never seen the movie, but I just I just assumed he was rich and I famous. Just, yeah, I, mean, I was like, <laughs> why does everybody know his name? <laughs> First name the. <laughs> Second name, Elephant Man. His mom was Elephant, his father. I thought it was a real rags to riches tale. Yeah, but like, you know, I knew he had a face problem. Mm. I mean, it wasn't a problem. <laughs> Opportunity. No. Um, is, is, is a, um, is an angler fish? Oh, John Merrick. I have to say, your facial condition... Bone deformity and excess skin present you with so many opportunities. I've never seen a patient with more opportunities. <laughs> John Merrick, the the world's most opportunity-ridden man. Opportunity-ridden. <laughs> Plagued, he was. Absolutely. And so 
I just assumed that he was like a, he was very well to do, and that's why I thought I thought in the in the snippets of the movie I saw he was at like a very fancy dinner party, and but he was wearing like a blanket over his. Well, face. It's possible they would have brought him along to sort of laugh at him or something like that. Oh, right. but also later in his life he did meet some people who were kind to him. And he lived at a hospital and there was a doctor who looked after him and he met some quite famous people would come and meet him and talk to him. But um Such a shame. He was never that... he was never what you would have called rich. That's not <laughs> when people think of adjectives to describe the element man, rich is almost never one of them. Yeah, right. I mean, yeah, what a shame. Yeah. It's like yeah. that guy who lived with you know, who was raised by wolves or whatever for a while? Real, real rich guy? <laughs> no, it turns out. <laughs> no? Turns out he's actually quite sad that he no longer does because he, he said he was living in the forest with them because he, he was, was abandoned as like, or as like a seven-year-old or whatever mm. and then was living with these wolves and in the forest for a long time and he would... Anyway, and then he says all the animals would like communicate to a certain extent with him like they would not like hey how you doing that kind of thing <laughs> but like you know you, you'd be in on the on the whole like there's a predator kind of coming kind mm. of sounds and and you know they would get a look at you and kind of like you know come, come with us way, come yeah. this way come on we're waiting for you that kind of stuff and then he says when he goes back these days that he doesn't get a look in right but do you know? Does he know that in some ways? I mean, humans also communicate with each other. They're yeah, in but he says ways. he says all all he gets here is you know people who are interested in him for his story. But then you know he's had a lot of bunch of people who've just trying to scam him and things like that, and and so yeah. he just kind of drinks a lot and doesn't you know have a real good time. But we always we always reminisce about the old times. That's we? of course. <laughs> I mean, that's just we typical. Isn't it? Oh, I used to live with wolves. I mean, we, yeah, we all sure glam- you did. glamorize our youth. <laughs> I'm sure it wasn't that good. <laughs> Having all I that mean, I'm sure deep. there were some downsides to living with wolves. <laughs> I mean, you know, but still, all the animals accepting you, it feels like that would be a real rejection once you lose that. Yeah, it's true. Probably because of your smell. Probably doesn't smell right. Oh, yeah. You know? I guess that would be part of it. And also just recognition. Because you imagine like a certain area, you know, like when you work at a supermarket or something like that, you just kind of start seeing all the same faces over, yeah, over a bit. And then suddenly you're like, oh, there's that guy. And he's just this local guy and he's nice. He's fine. Like that. And then so then people he's will be no like, trouble. hey, by the way, there's a predator in, in the area. Some outsider. Yeah. Like that's that. what you do when you work at a supermarket. <laughs> that guy's a predator. <laughs> Look out for him. Tweet, 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 tweet. Um, is there anything in this angler fish who looks like a person get, handing out canapes or free samples, right? Sure. Or is it too much like other things that we've come up with before? You I know, know, but we let's just write it down. Great, great. Actually, doesn't now I'm thinking about it. We did have a sketch of what age a long time before that about like a a kind of a a sexual predator who tries to get adults into their van and what's the equivalent of giving lollies to children. Mm. What do they offer you? They offer you things that adults really want, like, like acceptance or something. Except or? A, a really convincing reason why all of your failures are someone else's fault. Mm. Something like that. Yeah. You know? Videos about um, things clicking together. I don't know. Um, but uh, this this feels this feels somewhat different. I think. Uh, I think this could even be a. This could just be a visual gag. You don't even need any talking. Yeah. 
You put a, you put it put that anglerfish in a big red shirt with like some branding on mm-hmm. there. And we, did we do this with uh, GFX? Do you think this is graphic effects? Or oh no, stop no, motion. No, no, you're making that angler mask. Oh, you're making a yeah, right. Mm. Yeah, I love it. Maybe some some fins for the arms, like some fin coverings for your arms, and like sort of a a big tail, like you mm. know, just some like fin looking shoes yeah. essentially for <laughs> Great. the. Great. Do you think for that the, like. People are going past, and then you know somebody's reaching out for the thing, and then like their wife is like, "No, no, 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 that's an anglerfish, right?" And they have to pull mm. them away, and yeah. they're like, "Oh yeah, right." You know, kids are going for it or whatever. Like, I mean, oh, yeah, like, maybe the, the 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 husband is going for it. Yeah, and then the the wife points to the head, and he goes, "Oh, like that." <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't see it because he gets attracted by the free samples. What what would they be? For you, the free samples. I mean, chocolate mousse. Chocolate mousse is pretty good. I mean, but I'm picturing it's co- they're out there by Fed Square in my mind. Mm. You know, quite a hot day. I don't know about the hot chocolate mousse on that tray. Whether I'd be going for the chocolate mousse. Yeah, but they. You know, it's this is this is it. They've it's only a, got one thing. It's a room temperature chocolate mousse. Oh my god! <laughs> they it's finally real, cracked the code. It's a it's a right? it's a chocolate mousse that's hot at room temperature. <laughs> hot at room temperature. They genetically engineered it to be hot at room temperature. <laughs> They must be able to make things that taste hot, even though they aren't. Like, can't can't they get you know? Not I'm not talking about chili. I'm not talking about spice, right? But it's a little little thing, a little vial yeah. of just heat yeah. flavor. But right? it's room temperature. It's room temperature, sure. Mm. But they just you can just you just squirt it onto any food, mm-hmm. and it just tastes hot. Yeah, right. It is not no, chili. No, no, yeah, yeah. And it and it's not taste. It it feels hot. Well, that's just a taste, now, though. I reckon. And it is hot. Yeah. But it's room temperature. That's right. <laughs> yeah. Maybe it's something that could bring your core temperature down. Eh? I'll, I'll, look, I'm, I'm willing to investigate all options. Even if it's like one degree. You know, because you know how there's like, isn't there like a deadly amount of degrees yeah, if your body drops? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. It's like two or something like that, right? Yeah. yeah. But you so take it down 1.9. Take it down 1.8. You're going to feel 1. very 9. cold. Yeah. And oh no, the, the, what you're eating is going to feel very hot exactly. at room temperature. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> The secret was we actually cooled the body. Um, and now we're, yeah. And like also that. you keep the room at 32 degrees. Oh, of course. <laughs> um, can we have, do we have some uh, words from a listener? We do. In fact, I know we do. It's a bit more complicated than that. Yeah, nothing's Andrew. ever simple these days. No. Um, this one comes from friend of the podcast. Yes. Former guest on guest the podcast, on the Brian Kalala. Brian, Hello, thank Brian. you so much for um, everything you do for us. But I want to clarify that these words are not from Brian. They're via Brian. They're via Brian, who also happens to run the Two in the Think Tank quotes Twitter. Correct. And so it's one where, of my favorite Twitters. Well, I mean, it <laughs> makes you feel like you're doing something that people would want to quote things. I don't know if to. This episode's going to have any 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 uh, pickings, uh, but maybe I'm saying that just to try and stimulate getting one. Yeah, you know, make them look so second, <laughs> make them look extra hard to find something. Um, and so the three and so the three words come from people that he asked for suggestions from, and I don't know if it, it clarified who it was. So he just got. Yeah, three. I think it's listeners of the show have given wor- individual words to Brian. Mm-hmm. He's collated the words into a three-word package. He's sent it to us. That's right. All right. I hope that makes sense. So the three words are motor. Yes. Pool. Uh-huh. 
party. Very good. Motor, motor pool, pool party. party. See, a lot of the time mm. when people send you words, even unconsciously, are like either they're fucking with us, which they don't do so much anymore. Well, sometimes they do. But sometimes they do. But uh, also you sort of sometimes get the feeling like they had a sort of they had an idea in their head, mm. like they were thinking of something when they sent the words. They're yeah. like, I wonder if they'll do this thing. But with these ones, because we know that all the words came from different people, there's no way that could be the case. But these are truly feels... random words. Right. Mm. But you think that already you feel like there's meaning on that? Motor well, pool party? I mean, you can picture a pool party. Yeah. You know, and you could picture a motor party or a motor pool. Mm. You know, a pool. How do you picture a motor pool? Well, something like a, like a pool that you can drive around. Yeah, okay. That's yeah. interesting. Mm. Is that a thing? Is that the opposite of a boat? Well, so think about it. It's like go-karts. It's like, it's like go-karts, but in, instead of, like, or like bumper cars. Yes. But instead, um, like the water's inside the car. Yeah, instead of what in well, the bumper cars? I was, I was trying to, I was basically, I was, I got confused because I was trying to say it's the opposite of a, of a boat. Right. Right. And so it's like bumper boats. Yeah. But the water's inside the the boat. Yes. And, and then, but then you're also driving around on and, the ground. And you're, and you're just sort of loose in the pool there, well, you're, just you're splashing sort of, around. You're sort of driving. I think, yeah. I think you're driving. So there's a pedal that allows you to drive. A pedal? Like a pedal and a and a steering wheel. Okay, like in a car. Yeah, like in a car. Yep, yep. Um, but there's no seat or seat belt, mm-hmm. and so when you collide with things, you start swooshing around and, and smashing into that steering wheel. Yeah. <laughs> right, I think it would be hard to put the pressure down on the pedal, right? Because like when you're sitting, because you're floating, mm. right? It's gonna be it's, that's gonna be interesting being mm. able to apply the pressure. Yeah, you might even have to like be sort of swimming down somehow, mm. or pull yourself down using the steering wheel. To be able to put the pressure on this, the pedal to go, mm. but there's going to be a huge amount of weight behind mm-hmm. all this water, yeah. right? And so there'll be a huge amount of momentum. Now, when you crash, all that water is going to keep moving. You're going to get sloshed straight out of the car. Yeah, you crash head on with someone else. You're going to slosh up into the air, mm-hmm. right? If you don't, if you're lucky, you won't smash into them, right? Yeah. But you'll slosh up and out into their car, and they'll slosh up and out into your car. Yeah. And that's quite interesting. It is pretty quite interesting. Quite an interesting dynamic. But what do you picture the, the edges being made Just out like of? a pool. Yeah, well, but like what kind of pool? Maybe inflatable, like rubber or something like that? Yeah, like I picture like like that kind of infl- yeah, inflatable, like rubber. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like a kind of like one of those Zodiac boats, like a rubber dinghy or something like that. Or or maybe yeah. just one of those backyard pools. But, but you can see the way that it's like when, when it's full, it really kind of... Has a, a deformation. Yeah, bulges, right? Yeah, it really bulges like that. And so mm. then when you're driving, a, when you bump into each other, it's like two. It's like two um, water balloons b- bouncing against mm. each other. So there's all, there's going to be a bit of pushback as well. Yeah. But there, yeah, but you might tip over on top of them, and then your your pool car. I don't think you'll tip over. No. I don't because so much of the weight of the car mm. is in the water, which is loose. There's, there's not, it's not gonna tip like that. I don't think. Yeah. That's my instinct. Yeah, right? yeah. Depends on how fast, how fast uh, you're going. Of course, it does. It always does. And where, where would you have this kind of party? Where would you have it? Mm, I'm. <laughs> if you want to know where I'm picturing, I'm picturing the entrance to the Burnley Tunnel. Now, I don't think that's a great place to have it, but that's where I'd be picturing in sure. my mind. Yeah, right? I've been. I think I've been picturing somebody's backyard near a pool. Yeah. Okay. But, but I also think that it, it, maybe it just starts here. You know, it starts here. It just starts like a bunch of friends that had a bunch of sort of miniature inflatable pools. Mm. 
Um, they had a bunch of, of, of sort um, of go kart bases. Yeah, you know, and uh, and then you know, and some some rigging equipment for you know making it all work. Mm-hmm. And then, but then it kind of like they found that like a military application for it or something. Oh like that. no. After the success of it, yeah. Because you think if you were shooting at somebody in one of those cars, because like when you get shot and you're inside a regular car, yeah, uh, the bullet just flies through the air after it goes through the panel, right? Mm. But when you're in the water, that water really slows down the bullet. So right. when it hits you, it hurts less or kills you less. <laughs> <laughs> he was only partially killed. He was only, yeah, killed from the waist down. <laughs> They killed my legs. Killed from the waist up. The legs are still dead still from alive. the waist up. Right? Hmm? The legs are still alive. Yeah. What about... How long do you reckon they could keep those legs alive? Dead from the waist up and the neck down. Right. She's got a dead torso. Oh, no. <laughs> sounds like the, the, the name of like a Rambo movie. Dead Rambo, dirt, dead torso. Oh, I think that's really interesting. Yeah. What can Rambo do when he can't use his arms? Right? He's just got mm. his head and his legs. Yeah. Right? And then just like the arms are just flapping there like like sacks of like mm. tubes of meat. Yeah. And he's he's had to hock up <laughs> his lungs and heart into his mouth. Like this, and he just squeezes them by che- by chewing, <laughs> biting down on them. Like that, and that keeps the blood and the air flowing. <laughs> Sylvester Stallone does look like he's got a big mouth, like he could do that. Yeah, right? keeps that keeps those pumping. I don't think I don't think you need a lot in there. You know, you, yeah. you like you probably wouldn't need both lungs, right? You just need one lung. You just need the. I don't reckon you could keep going for a while. Yeah, absolutely. Like giving yourself CPR, mm. but with your mouth. With your own mouth. With your own mouth. Oh, do you think you could hawk up your own heart? <laughs> Again, I, th- I feel like S- Sylvester Stallone could do that. <laughs> <laughs> it's been way too much body noise on this episode. <laughs> I know, but how would you do it? I think you, if you tried for a long I think... You could learn how to just move your heart up with just a little bit, with just breathing, mm. right? Yeah. You, oh, I, I think already, I'm figuring I it was out. watching you there. I was like, I feel like that's getting higher. <laughs> oh, so wait, what are we writing down here? I Look, to be honest, the thing that's made me laugh the most is Rambo with a dead, dead right. torso. <laughs> Rambo. <laughs> dead torso. Uh, there's, a, there's a new... Um, there's a new one, right? I think so. Does Rambo have a surname or is that his surname? Is it like Rocky? Rocky Rambo. <laughs> no, like Rocky, that's his first name. Yeah. Is Rambo his first name? It's got to be his surname. Well, he wouldn't make two movies with the guy's uh, first name because it's Rocky Balboa. Mm. No, unless it's Rambo Balboa. Rambo Balboa. Rambo Balboa. <laughs> Rambo Balboa. <laughs> Oh God! Um, How do you feel about this episode, Alistair? Um, not too bad. I feel like I've been laughing way too much. Look, we may have been. Ha- I, I don't know how. I, I don't remember how much fun we've had, Andy. Yeah, that's I really okay. don't know. Um, I remember at the beginning, I was like, "Oh, maybe we should quit." Uh, bail. I'm only gonna let you. No, no, it's okay. And then, and then we had a real. F- we had a bunch of fun in the middle there. I hope so. Yeah. <laughs> so here, let's go uh, through the sketches. 
It's a phone that can slap you. Yes. Very good. And, you know, imagine if Twitter didn't let you on unless you had a phone that can slap you. Well, good, right? So that there can be some real-world repercussions for the things that you tweet. Yeah. But also, how about this? That hand doesn't have to just slap. It can caress. That's right. But we're missing out on that human touch because we're mm. spending so much time oh. in our phones. You well, could now we use can get it from our phones. Imagine that. Instead of holding your phone by holding it on the back like that and putting your pinky underneath to keep holding mm. it up, you just hold the hand like you're shaking a hand. Yeah. And then you touch it with the other hand. Use your other finger. And you've still got that human contact at all times. You, you feel have, that. Yeah. Yeah. Now that's starting to sound familiar as well. Like we've come up with that idea before. Right, just anyway. like a hand that you can just hold? Yeah. I, I don't think we have, but I like that idea. Mm. It's a warm hand. Oh, yeah. And yeah. it's warm at room temperature. At room temperature. That's the great thing about it. <laughs> right? And you, you just, you know, maybe you could even have it in your pocket. Right? You're feeling lonely. You put your hand into your pocket. There's another hand. Get, there's another hand in there for you to hold. <gasps> I mean, if you had a hand on your leg. You're never alone when you've got a hand to hold. Yeah, that's true. But it's not a sex thing. No, of course not. It's disgusting. It was really gross that you said that. Um, a slap in the face is the word of the year, mm. maybe with Webster's Dictionary yeah. or Mer- Merriam-Webster. Or Macquarie. Or Macquarie. Macquarie. All right, Macquarie. <laughs> You like that? All right, Macquarie. You like saying that? Yeah, no, I'm okay with Macquarie. Is there a qua in this middle that you like saying? Macquarie. 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 We got a boy band that act and look hungry at all times <laughs> to attract Italian nonnas. Oh. So there, it's a band that's been put together to, to cater to the a- aging Italian mm. uh, female market. Mm. And all the songs are about, like, instead of, like... We were actually really well fed at the time, but our managers mm. insisted that we appear hungry. Yeah. And and then it's, like, all the songs... They're constantly salivating. Instead of, like, all the songs being about some generic young lady, mm. they're all about, like, Nonna, you are so caring. Mm. <laughs> that kind of thing, but... Make a thing for me. No, it's, it's not good. I don't like that. Anyway, make a thing for me. Yeah, well, my plate is empty or something like that. Yeah. (laughs) My tummy is rumbling. (laughs) For you. My tummy rumbles for you. Um, A boy band that does parody songs and is behind the music about their huge Mm. success. I think my displaced my heart when I was trying to suck it up into my throat. (laughs) I really like... This is, this is what we do for the podcast. Um, Our body's on the line every goddamn week. Then we have a dog invasion. This is a ship of dogs, and then we mm. put all the regular, all the dogs that we have into intern camps. Internment. Intern camps. Intern <laughs> camps. They have to work for no money. You got to get you a coffee. Internment camps, and then the dogs shoot a missile at us, but then they all jump off and chase it, and then mm. we pick them off while they're in the water. So it's a happy ending. Well, for the humans, I mean, we didn't, sure. we didn't get murdered by dogs, except for the people who got hit by the missile. Yeah. And think about the dog explosives that were in there. Mm-hmm. We don't know what was in there. Could have been just a Trojan missile of dogs. In the missile? Well, maybe. What are they getting out of that? Well, they're they're getting some of their kind on our land. Doesn't feel doesn't feel like a good use of their resources. Well, maybe it gets up there. It's more of like a like a space rocket kind of thing. Okay. 
they launch it. So it's that kind of size. So there's lots. It could just be filled with chihuahuas. That's good. Right? And as, as it goes over... It's an advantage over, that they have that mm. we don't have, right? So many different sizes of dog. That's right. And then as it flies over the city, it's just dropping them out. They're all parachuting in. Dropping a payload. Yeah. Yep. And then, then they're everywhere. Mm-hmm. Dogs that can talk that want to... <laughs> They can talk now. Well, I think they. I thought they could talk earlier. I don't know. Oh, anyway, then we got an angler fish with free samples to attract people. Mm. Yeah, in the CBD. In the CBD, and then Rambo dead torso has heart and lungs. <sighs> God, and, and we talked for so long about that dumb thing of mine about hollowing out Australia. I didn't even <laughs> oh. get onto where we're putting the dirt. Yeah, I mean, wait, we're. What's I mean, we can write it down. I just forgot what no, it was. it's not an idea. Okay. There was nothing there. Yeah, except for that reaching through the sand. Yeah, idea. I mean, that was, that was something. I felt, I felt there was something salt. there. I really wanted to pursue it. And whip, 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 boom. 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 Thanks so much for listening to the podcast. I appreciate it. I don't know about Alistair. Yeah, I... Oh, yeah, I do. Okay, great. Yeah, no, I do. I do appreciate it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> we'd love it if you could... Um, well, I'll tell you what. We'd love it if you could listen to Alistair's podcast, Shusher. Shusher Guided Meditations. You don't have to, but it's a great way to relax and find something maybe funny. Damn straight. Yeah, and there are some sleep episodes that are longer, often like over 25 minutes, I think. Mm. You know, And there's one that's an hour that's Alistair lists everything. It's just me going... Porta porta potties. Eating chicken out of someone else's hand. <laughs> Tucking in a dog. Yeah. Potion removal. And yeah. And so on. That's it's 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 very good. Yeah. It's, it's very something. good. It's something anyway. It's very good. And What's that? And I'm just going to say, and you can find us on Twitter. At Two in Tank, and I'm, I'm at, at Al- Alistair TV. I'm at Stupid Old Dandy. You can support us on Patreon if you want. You go to the $8 tier, get yourself the, the Overflow Tank. You can get yourself the news new set of bonus episodes that we're doing, mm-hmm. which is uh, Sci-Fi Try Guys, where every month we're writing two new science fiction stories. Mm-hmm. I'm really excited to be writing my new science fiction story for the next episode. He really is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I've been telling Alistair about it. I shouldn't tell you anything, though. I should keep it secret, so I'm more motivated. But it's where we, yeah, we write a story and then we come up with another idea for a, for a story, another story, and, and we read them out, and then we read them out during the thing. So yeah. it's like an, it's like a short audio book. Yeah, in a way. Anyway, last week was the first time that we had the stories, and then next week is, and that, I mean, next month is gonna, or this month is gonna be the second time. That's right. Yeah, that <laughs> all makes sense. Yeah. That's perfectly See? expressed. Um, and uh, we might also be doing some sketch, some actual sketches, some recorded actual sketch sketches. Can That's we right. say that? We're, I mean, look, we, we discussed it earlier. We were, we've been enjoying making the stuff so much, and even though it takes uh, a lot of time out of our lives that we don't have that much time uh, in, in um, we, we are definitely heading towards wanting to start actually producing actual sketches. actual audio sketches. And so we're thinking we're going to do it in the bonus episode. So if anybody has any wants to send us some suggestions for th- sketches from sketch ideas that they would really like to see made real into an audio sketch into an audio sketch, um, we may start doing that soon. Yes, we'll keep you updated. Yeah, 
And feel free to be in contact. Yeah. And we uh, patreon.com forward slash uh, two in tank. Yeah. And we, we love you. you. This podcast is part of the Planet Broadcasting Network. Visit planetbroadcasting.com for more podcasts from our great mates. I mean, if you want, it's up to you.